This is Dirt Road Less Traveled, where we talk about life with a capital L and take on the big questions such as who am I really and why are we even here? I believe we're here to express the hell out of our true selves, freely and unapologetically. So this is the show where we talk about how to do just that. I'm Maya Wild. Welcome to Dirt Road Less Traveled. Hey there. Welcome to my Solstice podcast episode. I wanted to quickly jump in and say that I am hosting a contest. It's a contest, a naming contest for my last episode. So you want to go back to the episode right before this one. Um, and I'm not great at naming. And the name that I used is one that I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's great. But I want you to go, if you listen to that podcast episode and you send me, you can email me at hello at mayawild.com or you can find me on social media, send me a direct message anywhere. I'm on Instagram. It's mayawild720. I'm on Facebook at mayawild. Like you can find me everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not on TikTok. I have a TikTok profile, but I'm not, I am not active on TikTok. Find me, listen to that episode. I was all over the place and submit your idea for the title and there will be prizes. I'm still figuring out what they are, so stay tuned. <laughs> but you could be the winner. Hey, you guys. Happy solstice. It's June 21st in the year of our Lord, 2022. Have we changed the way we say that? Am I dating myself by saying the date that way? Uh, I'm sitting out my back deck in the dark with fireflies and the sky is still kind of this muty, hazy, I want to say white, but then I look at it, I'm realizing it's gray. It's just funny how that is, isn't it? How we just sort of, my, my when I'm not looking at it or thinking of it, like, like, what am I seeing? I'm not like consciously trying to see it or describe it. I'm like, yeah, it's white. I'm looking at it going, no, it's gray. Of course, that makes sense. I've got some woods back here and Sailor the Adventure Cat is out here with me. And uh, I think what I'm going to be doing with the podcast is releasing an episode like three weeks on, one week off. I'm just looking to find my rhythm. And, you know, for a while I've been talking about doing an episode all on a state of flow and how we can get into that organic, natural state of creativity where time doesn't matter and we feel so great. And um, I st- that, that's not this episode. Still, still not this episode. Uh, there was a reason I was bringing that up. Oh, because also when you're talking about a state of flow, you're also needing to talk about the daily rhythms that each of us get into, like the circadian rhythm. What's the other one? Anyway, it's not just the every 24 hours, but there's different rhythms that um, we as human beings um, tend to not follow, right? We tend to ignore or imagine that they're not happening. We really, I think we really think of ourselves as machines. I can just push through. I can just make this happen, whatever this is, right? Oh, and I just, I, that's not working for me. <laughs> I'll just be honest. I, I occasionally, and I've gotten really good at it. You know, if you listen to my episode called Stay the Course that I did with my boyfriend, Mike, was that at the end of season one? I think so. Yeah. That is actually my most downloaded episode at this point, which is interesting. I wonder if it's the title calls to people or I, I, I don't really know. I don't know what that is, but um, I've learned a lot from being in a relationship with someone who's been in the military and who's got this attitude of just 
get shit done and is very much in material reality. Like just, it doesn't matter how well he slept or how he feels. He just gets up and he works. And now he actually, he can take a big long nap once in a while in the afternoon or on a weekend. He will chill out. Like he knows how to take a load off and relax. But I, I really know how to relax. Like, I really know how to just, like, he came home in the middle of the day today. They had finished a job early and he comes home. It's like two third in the afternoon. I'm on the couch with a bowl of popcorn watching a movie. He's like, what's going on in here? Busted. Um, so I'm really, I'm good at that, but I've been less blessed with the capability of like just pushing through, getting things done. And I've gotten a lot better at that, but God, truth be told, you guys, I have just had, I've just been chronically ill my entire adult life. Like my entire adult life, I had chronic fatigue syndrome starting at age 17 or so, 19. I had chronic yeast infections from when I lost my virginity at 17, like the very next day. I think I was mildly, I'm mildly allergic to latex and I didn't know that at the time. I was practicing safe sex, you know? What year was that? 89, the, the summer of 89. <laughs> and uh, that was brutal. And um, then a couple of years later, I got violently sick for about 10 days. And I think I probably had the Epstein-Barr virus. I mean, we didn't know about it then, right? And then I fell into chronic fatigue. And then I had like adrenal fatigue, just whatever, all of it. I've had it, you know? And um so this last week or so, I've done some networking. We went to, we celebrated Father's Day. I do a big thing on Saturday nights with some friends. I help them out at their organic farm. And uh, it's a blast. All of it's a blast. And then yesterday, Monday, I mean, I think Mike took a three-hour nap. I don't know. I took a nap. Then I vegged out all afternoon and kind of went down the YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't need to get into everything that I saw there tonight, but it was actually kind of rest, restful um, and it was actually good for me to just kind of veg out like that. Where am I going with all this? So I guess where I'm going with this is that um, it's Tuesday night. I wanted to put out a podcast tonight and I'm just wrecked and it just leads me in this place of real frustration and that like I just was talking to Mike just now he's in bed um I just said good night to him and I think he doesn't know what to do I mean I know he doesn't know what to do sometimes with my frustration where I'm like well I need I need you to really encourage me like to like to do a colonic that was my plan for today and then he came home a few hours early and then I was tired so what do I want to do like veg out right? So I don't do the thing that will actually help me feel better and help my body heal and recover from kind of a, a rough pizza eating weekend. And he, but he's very much an independent soul. Like Mike is just like, well, do it. He, he's like, I don't want to stop you. But I'm like, no, actually, please help me. I, I need, I need, le- I need more, more than just somebody, more than my guy, just not stopping me from doing self-care. I need more need someone in the moment. So I told him that tonight explicitly. And then he was like, what are you going back downstairs for? I'm like, my phone. I want to see if I can record a little bit of a podcast episode. He was like, oh, okay. And I just, I don't know if you run into this or where you run into this, 
there's a couple of pieces here. One, I'm feeling really frustrated with myself that my plan today was to sit on the couch, veg out. I watched this great romantic comedy that I didn't even know existed. It was from 2010. It was so charming and made me laugh. It was just a great movie with a big bowl of popcorn. And my plan was like, let me just take the next two hours I didn't want to have coffee. I'm like, let me just veg on the couch and just really recharge my battery. And then this evening or later in the afternoon, I'm like, I'm going to have juice to record a podcast episode because I was dragging. And then he came home at two o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of that. And he wound up getting a lot of work done around the house. And like, you know, because he does all of the, he fixes everything. He's building and fixing everything. He cooked dinner for, I helped but I asked if he'd cook dinner and he mostly cooked dinner. And then, oh, this is one piece that I wanted to add in. We're watching this new Melissa McCarthy Netflix show, God's Favorite Idiot. I think that's what it's called. And it reminded me. So it's an interesting, actually, an interesting confluence of things that just happened tonight that I'm now, that's all day. I'm like, well, what would I do an episode about? I don't feel like editing one of the interviews that I've done. I'm just exhausted. And I'm like, well, I can talk, but what will I talk about? So, um, feeling this level of frustration bubbling up and just then feeling like it's Mike's fault because he came home early, God damn it, you know, and then he just doesn't get it and he should be encouraging me more and he just doesn't get it and he's not support. Like really all of that stuff was coming up. And then watching this Melissa McCarthy show that is written by and stars her husband, I think his name is Ben Falconer, Falcone? Falcone? Is that what it is? Anyway, he's great. They're great together. She's, they're just great. So it's really just fun. And it makes me, it it made me laugh. And as I was in the shower just now, I was remembering, because I was feeling again, just sharing with you the, like the behind the scenes confluence of things like this level of frustration with my body for being exhausted with the world for asking things of me that then make me more exhausted with Mike, with everything. And then having just watched this, I think we watched, yeah, we watched almost five episodes. There's eight episodes. (laughs) We watched like four and a half. Um, And uh, then I remembered a few years ago, back when I had my radio show, I had a friend visiting for a week and I was helping her develop her solo show. And so I was co-writing it. I was directing it and I was hosting her here at the house and Mike's son was here with us too. So I had like a, whatever, a senior in college was here. I think his girlfriend came to visit. Yeah. There was just like a lot going on that summer. And I got really angry because I had a radio show. And nobody was paying any attention to me. And nobody was like, hey, Maya, what do you have going on? What do you need to spend your time on? Everyone was just completely accepting that I was cooking meals and cleaning the house and driving people to and from the airport and listening to whenever somebody wanted to talk about something and, you know, doing extra laundry and dishes and planning meals and then directing the solo show. And I was just like getting more and more pent up and pissed off about it. And I had a radio show and my friend who was here, she was like, wait, you have a radio show today? I'm like, yeah, I have a radio show today. It was like an hour driving there. And then it was a two hour radio show and then an hour driving back. And I was going to come back and probably cook dinner. I think that night when I got home, Mike was cooking dinner and they were hanging out in the kitchen and we had a lot of fun. I think that was the day he like fed me. He's like, taste the rice. And he took a big wooden spoon of rice and just like fed me sort of, 
I don't want to say aggressively because it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. Um, and rice went all over the place and we just laughed and it was, it was really pretty great. Um, but leading up to that, I felt like nobody was taking care of me and I was taking care of everybody and I'm still, I'm angry now and getting emotional now. So I went and I did the show, which is now in season one of the podcast. What was it called? Something about the little, um, it was based on this article that I had read in the Paris Review by Claire Dieterer. Um, the little savageries that we need to commit. Like, how do, how do you, like, to be an artist? And she said, because to be an artist, you have to be some kind of a monster because finishing things means you have to do something monstrous, even if it means, like, not helping your children with their homework or something or not cooking dinner or not being nice to the family. And I don't have kids, but I still feel like I keep getting jammed in that fucking corner of, like, oh, Maya cooks dinner every night. Bean, the dog, thinks I'm his mother. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mike's like, he's not, I'm like, I think he's hungry. Mike's like, he's not hungry. I'm like, this dog is definitely hungry. Like, he comes to me when he's hungry. He doesn't go to Mike and... Plus, Mike apparently doesn't even read. He's like, I don't know what he wants. I'm like, no, he's hungry. Anyway, so I have uh, a little one-and-a-half-year-old puppy who's huge. By the way, he's not little at all, but he considers me his mom. So I feed him. I read, you know, I read his signs, and I'm helping him out, right? I just fed Sailor a bunch right now. I'm like, whatever, cleaning up the kitchen and then taking care of myself. Oh, I want to make sure I have my supplements. want to make sure I do a podcast. Oh, did I shower? You know, and I just feel like I'm last all the fucking time. And again, Mike would be like, put yourself first. That's great with me. But there's a couple of things at play here. One is, it's really hard to do that. Like if I put myself first, like and go record a podcast episode, what if I come downstairs and nobody started dinner and it's like eight o'clock at night? What about the fact that I'm weak, that I'm very, very weak and I want to hang out on the couch and watch Melissa McCarthy shows at night after dinner? I don't want to, well, you know what I mean? Like Now I'm recharged. Of course, now I'm going to start the cycle all over again where I'm going to stay up late and I'm going to be awake in the middle of the night and then I'll sleep in. God only knows. You know what I said tonight? I was like, that's it. I'm drinking coffee tomorrow. Like I have to get some things done tomorrow. And if I'm too ill or tired or have too weakness of character, fuck it. Let's drink some coffee. So that's my plan. I have a backup plan for tomorrow. But it's frustrating, you know, because I want to feel well enough to not need the coffee. And I feel like then I have the coffee, then it keeps me up late or it agitates me ultimately anyway. Blah, blah, blah. You get it, right? I'm sure you have your own version of this. So there I am in the shower. All of these experiences converging on me, standing naked, (laughs) figuratively and literally in the shower thinking about Melissa McCarthy and remembering, God, was it 2019, 2018, 2019 when I did this show and I shared about this, like I'm not monstrous enough to complete things and I'm so frustrated and I just want to be left alone so that I can like write things and complete things and not have to keep coming out of just this beautiful like creative selfish mode of like me and the creativity some of it sure is selfish about like I don't even understand what the problem is when people when they're like well that's really selfish I'm like well why can't I I don't understand the cultural 
what's the word? Imperative? Is that what I want to say? Against being selfish. Listen, I get it because they want us all in, you know, group mind. And when you're living together tribally, you can't, you know. But I don't understand, like, if I don't have kids, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm abandoning. I don't know. I just, I don't understand. I feel like, plus, not to mention, even if you do have kids and like four kids, like several of my friends have four kids, right? I'm like, you still get to take a bath or take a walk or take a nap or read a book or sit in your bed and watch a movie and eat popcorn with nobody bothering you. Shouldn't we all be allowed to have like three hours of our life once in a while where nobody bothers us? Anyway, I know. Okay. So I still haven't gotten to my point, but you know what? But here's, here's what I want for you. Cause you know that this is ultimately what I want. I'm not just here to talk about myself randomly for no reason. This is not just like a verbal diary, a verbal diarrhea. That's not what this is. This is like, no, I want you to use, please use me, use my God knows, you know, just conflicted life over here as a means of understanding yourself more and as a means for all of us to make room in our lives for ourselves and like what we're meant to be doing here because I honest to God feel like there is shit that I am meant to be getting done here including this podcast I feel like this is really important I don't know why I haven't gone viral life so not like not gone viral but I feel like this is so important whether that's just for me personally but it doesn't it feels bigger than that I can't say why I can't say it just feels important that I do this and um I don't like putting it on the back burner and I feel like the things that are important for all of us keep getting put on the back burner and then when we go to do them we're afraid that we're being selfish and we feel guilty but really my god if we could all pay attention to what we're really feeling pulled to do and say and how we're feeling called to be in the world god I just think it would be a better a better place to live first of all but people would be better off people would be happier oh I could rant on that for a while so what was the exact thing when I was in the shower that triggered me? Was it something about social media and feeling like I should be putting something else up, another video up on social media today? Like, should I do that now? Should I turn my phone back on and turn the internet back on and like get back online and do some things? Was it that I'd heard from a client and I, she sent me a voice memo? I don't remember what it was, but something happened in the shower tonight and I'm thinking about getting back on my phone and not wanting to and then remembering, remembering, and then remembering, (laughs) and then remembering Melissa McCarthy and this article that I was, when I recorded the show about, um, the little savageries that I mentioned, there was this Melissa McCarthy interview in the New York Times Magazine that I had wanted to read from. And I didn't, I chickened out, I felt cowardly, I felt it was very interesting at the time as I think back on it. I don't because I don't have this feeling at all right now. But I felt like I can't say any of this stuff out loud, because I'm going to get in trouble, or I'll hurt people's feelings, like I'll hurt my friends feeling feelings. Mike and I have a joke where he's like, you hurt my feeling. I'm like, your feeling? He's like, whatever. It's just a joke about him being compartmentalized. But just like, I'm not allowed to speak freely. I had that feeling. And also 
talking on the radio, it's like you're really just speaking out into the void. <laughs> so you don't know if anybody's listening, at least with a podcast. I pre-record it and I put it out there and then I can see like, oh, how many listens I have, right? Like I can just start to see the, the downloads of the podcast accrue once I've published it. But when you're speaking out into the void of Radioland, you have no clue if anybody's listening. So I was feeling this level of incompetence and self self what's the word like self-doubt just and just sort of cringing inside and shrinking down inside myself and anger and then I drove an hour out there and then I'm like I don't know what if like I don't think my boyfriend or my friend would have been listening to the radio show at that point they had their own things going on but I just for whatever reason I felt like I couldn't speak freely and I felt embarrassed I don't I don't I can't I honestly can't say that I remember exactly why Right. But I just remember I had one of these feelings really when you start to step outside your comfort zone or speak more freely, it can really feel like you can feel shame. I think I was experiencing a shame storm. Oh, God, they're just so terrible. So I didn't read from the Melissa McCarthy article and I was remembering it tonight. Now, I don't have it in front of me and I'm not going to quote from it. But what I was remembering tonight was that she said that their film sets are cell phone free. And obviously, if somebody has a reason that they need to stay in touch with family or something, they're allowed to maybe keep their phone there or speak on it very briefly, but that they are, it's strongly like frowned upon, basically. I don't, she didn't sound like she shamed people. (laughs) That's what that expression brings to my mind. But more like, we are a cell phone free set. And she was describing that her weekends are cell phone free. Is this true? Am I? I'm, no, I'm not misremembering this. And that like she takes a bath. Is it every night or every morning? But like she takes a bath every single day and she watches some comedy stuff and there are no cell phones allowed, whether it's at home and on set um, or just on set. I just was like, really? I've been wanting to do this for so long. Like, this is something I've always wanted to do. And these people who are hyper successful and hyper in the best possible way, like uber, super, like tremendously creative, generative, expressive, and financially, career-wise, commercially successful people who I really am appreciative of their work. Like, God, where would I be if Melissa McCarthy and her husband weren't doing their work in the world? I was actually pleased to see in this God's favorite idiot that her husband stepped to center stage because he's very good. Um, and he's always, he, he has a bit part in every one of her movies. Um, but in this one, he's got a leading role and it's a lot of fun to see him do his thing. So, I felt when I first read that, and I'm feeling it again now, like, but see, I've been telling everybody I like to be off my phone and I should be, it's good. We need to be off our phones. We shouldn't, you know, we need to be on our own and be able to like generate and hear ourselves think and not always be just having like absorbing things from the outside world, but be digesting and processing and thinking our own thoughts freely or like coming to our own conclusions from everything that we've absorbed throughout the week that we are online and out in the world. Um, hmm. So I was just remembering that tonight. 
And I'm remembering right now, I'm remembering right now how great it feels just to express and that we have got to, for God's sake, we have to really trust. Like I exhorted us in an earlier podcast, I think it was the last episode, (laughs) I think exhort, I looked it up later, I didn't put it in the show notes, but it's like to plead, to enthuse, to like encourage, right? I'm like, come on, you guys, let's all just God, I'm just feeling it in my gut right now, like this charge in my solar plexus of like, what if we all got out there and we did our thing? How great would we feel and how great would this world be? I mean, I don't know about you, but every little like well curated YouTube video that I see that's really clever or funny and maybe is a commentary on society, I'm just really fucking grateful that there are people out there who take the time to make those kinds of little videos and post them online. I'm grateful that people do that. So, yeah. Where do you maybe need to be monstrous and complete something? God, I am asking this question of myself right now. I got a, uh, like I mentioned earlier, this 10-minute message, a voice message from a client of mine. I haven't heard from her in weeks, and that is highly unusual. And I had, she had needed to reschedule an appointment at the last minute. Absolutely fine. She's got a lot going on. So I sent her a text in response, like, no problem. We'll reschedule. It's a Friday. And I said, do you want to just meet again next Friday or let me know if you'd prefer a different time? Um, Otherwise, next Friday at 9 a.m. is your time. And I didn't hear back from her. But again, that's not unusual either. She's extremely busy, um, a lot going on in her personal life. And she's in, uh, I don't know if it's an executive role, but she's like in a very large corporate company in New York City. It's it's very, very busy. And she actually, she said she met with some people uh, on the team she'd been working with only virtually. And they were like, wow, it's great to finally meet you in person. I mean, you've really been with us in the trenches. And she was like, what the fuck? All this warfare, all this warfare language. But you know, it's not just her, right? It's like that culture that she's in. And that's one thing we've been trying to discern is like, well, what's you and what's the culture of the company that you're in? And what's generally corporate culture? Because she's really just been struggling and just like can't keep up and she's exhausted and there's no time for her. So the next, the following Friday, I was like, well, I haven't heard back from her, but well, let me just get on the conference line. And she's often a few minutes late (laughs) and it's all stuff we're working on, right? Like all of it. What's you? What's, what's them? Should you stay in the job? Should you leave? Um, (laughs) How do you make time for yourself? How do you, you know, all of that, right? We're working on all of that. Uh, and I mean, my goal, just as a quick little aside here, it's like the most important little aside ever is that really my work is I want people to have a completely different experience of themselves and of being alive. I really want to mentor people into a spiritual connection with themselves, capital S. And so, yeah, there's all of that like mechanic mechanical stuff of like, okay, well, walk me through your morning ritual and let's see what we need to change there. Okay, walk me through your negative thought process, right? But the goal is big. It's a big goal. So she didn't show up for the call. And I was like, you know what, I guess, well, we I looked through our text messages. I'm like, we didn't really schedule it. So let me just, I'm not going to worry about it. I think it was the Friday before Memorial Day. So I'm like, let me just, I don't want to give her another text. She feels pressured to have to respond to you right now. We'll be in touch later. And then I texted her again after the long weekend, didn't hear back. And I was like, okay, either something's gone horribly wrong with say her health or in her personal life because she's had stuff up in both areas, in both those categories, or work is just crazy as it's always been, or there's an issue between us. And so I started to think about that. And um, 
so it was really interesting to hear from her today because I just kept feeling like, eh, it's not quite time for me to reach out to her. I'll reach out. felt like I was going to reach out to her at some point by the end of the week and just really see like, listen, how worried do I need to be here? <laughs> you know, you know, you can talk to me about anything. And then I got this 10 minute voice memo from her and I immediately sat down to listen to it because I was like, I got to know, what is it? Is it us? Is it me? Like, cause I'm talking about in the trenches. I'm really in the trenches with my clients in a beautiful way, but we go down into the depths of people's psyches and I have to challenge people. I had to challenge this client. I literally had to interrupt her multiple times the last time we talked because she kept flipping into this pattern that was disallowing her from going deeper into her experience. She's a brilliant thinker and a great speaker. And so she just kept going into thinking and speaking, thinking and speaking, thinking and speaking. And you'll see you have your own pattern, right? Um, It's really interesting when you start to notice your patterns. You're like, fuck, there I am. No wonder I'm not getting past this point because this is the part where I short circuit, right? So she was short circuiting and I was like, I'm stopping you. Stop talking. Stop. I said, I said to her, stop talking. I said, I love you. You are amazing. And you are doing it right there. Did you hear that? You need to go back and listen to this recording, right? And then we talked about it afterwards. I was like, hey, wait a sec. We can approach this completely differently now that I have your attention. Okay, how can I invite you into? So I've been thinking a lot about like, how can I really invite her into a process that can feel maybe less aggressive? And I was like, did that feel better? She was like, it did feel a little better. I'm like, okay, see, listen though, here's the deal. I'm learning some of this along with you because she really is. She's, she's taking longer than, I'm trying to think, is there anybody who I've worked with? Most people come to some kind of a breakthrough and she's had very, she's had some small breakthroughs and she's definitely had success, but she hasn't like had a breakout moment where she's like, aha, I'm on the other side relief, which is what I want to get her to. And what people tend to get to when they do this kind of soul searching work, like strategic soul searching, you know? Um, so I said, I'm trying some new things here with you. And I don't know if I'm the person who can help you have that breakthrough. I've been very frank with her. And um, so I was like, I don't know what this voice message is going to say. And she was like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm so overwhelmed. Work is heating up right now. It's the same old thing. And I just was like, how? Not only was I thinking, I didn't even quite get to this place of like, how can I help her? But more like the, the context, the framework for the reality that she's living inside of at work. Oh, God. I got to say, I am so sick of talking to, to women about work. Women are not enjoying their work. And, I mean, when they get to that breakthrough place, it's phenomenal. But in the middle of it, I'm like, God, we, there are so many better topics of conversation to have than like why you're struggling with work. Because the truth of the matter is that there's this context, you know, this culture, really, that traps people. And it traps someone like this brilliant client of mine who's very well-intentioned and wants to have, she wants to contribute and she wants to have her life feel purposeful. Oh, it actually makes me a little bit emotional because she's not, she's not getting it because work is swallowing her whole. 
And so where can we push back? And my life looks nothing like hers. <laughs> my life looks nothing like hers. And yet I still find myself, you know, painted into a corner, stuck between a rock and a hard place. And it's frustrating. And I think this is where it's like, we're there stuck behind that rock. And we have to just, sometimes we have to rest, right? And sometimes like, I just can feel it now, this rising up inside of me. Like, I am ready to push that fucking rock back and stand tall and claim my own space which I guess I just did by recording this podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up for yourself because just by listening to a conversation like this that I'm basically having with myself sitting out here in the backyard watching the fireflies fly around on the solstice, what a great way to celebrate the solstice, by the way. That was part of my rant that I just did with Mike when I left him in bed before coming out here. Was like it's I was like, and happy solstice, by the way. He was like, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, of course it's the solstice. And I was like, this is why I don't want to be tired all the time. I want to be able to really like go out and have a bonfire, you know, and you could just tell it's one of those moments where he just looks at me and he's like, I'm not following her. Cause I was like, I just feel like we're struggling. He's like, I think we're doing pretty well. And I'm like, okay, see, this is one of those moments where, and you might run into this. You're like, I feel like something's missing. And people just look at you like you have 15 heads or something. They're like, what are you talking about? Everything's fine. Other than gas prices, we're fine. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like you'll get that kind of a response. And Mike at this point knows he's just like, Maya, I don't get her. <laughs> right. Um, but I wanted to celebrate the solstice in some way. And I'm the one who's not fully satisfied with my life. He's good. So maybe he doesn't need to change anything. I'm the one who needs to change something. And permission to do that, right? And what a cool way for me to celebrate the solstice. In fact, there couldn't be, there's not a better way. There's not a better way for me to have celebrated this than by sitting outside amongst the fireflies with my cat wandering around in the night. I'm wearing just like a tank top and some undies. I've got a sweater out here. There've been some bugs that have, have sat upon me and tried to bite me. Oh, the air is so fresh. It's a little cool. It's just great. And I feel very vigorously alive and like, okay, I completed my mission for the day and what I was meant to do by recording this. And you can too. That's what I want to say. And you can too. So let's push that. Let's push back, push that rock back, push and maybe just gently glide past the, the people who are like, what are you talking about? You're fine. You're doing great. And again, you don't want to be caught in this endless cycle of I suck. All right. That's not what I'm talking about. I think you get me. Uh, so yeah. All right. And with that, until next time, stay true to yourself. Stay true. I want to say it's also almost my birthday. My birthday is July 20th. It's June 21st. Yesterday was June 20th and I am turning 50 this year. And so it's becoming exceedingly clear, like in a nice tightening of the screws kind of a way that I must be staying on mission. And I have to really be crystal clear about what I'm doing with my time, or I will be one hell of an unhappy woman. And we don't want that. And I don't want that for you either. So remember that the stakes are high. It doesn't necessarily have to be turning 50 high. You could be launching your life. Maybe it's a launching your life stakes are high. Final thought for the night. Happy solstice. 
What's a dirt road less traveled? It's owning the unexpected adventure of your life. Yeah, you're covered in mud, no map in hand, but you feel so alive, like your life has real meaning, and you're absolutely on the right path. You've been listening to Dirt Road Less Traveled. If you like what you hear, share an episode with a friend or share many episodes with several of your friends and make sure that you hit subscribe. And if you want to find out how to connect what we talk about on the show to your own life, come check out what's happening at mayawild.com. The conversation over there is all about how to live like you're on a mission. And what's that mission? Doing life as the real you. Living on purpose. Healing all the old, being able to envision the new, and of course, expressing the hell out of yourself. That's mayawild.com. I'm Maya Wild. This is Dirt Road Less Traveled. Until next time, stay true to yourself out there.